Thank you for tuning in to Timely and Timeless Truth Podcast with Danny Varghese. We hope and pray that you will be blessed by the hearing of the Word of God. Here is Danny Varghese with today's scripture meditation. It often takes a crisis, a troubling situation, hard times and hard seasons of life for us to better understand certain parts of scripture, to get a better grasp of a particular psalm, to understand certain verses a little better. I know that has been the case for me, at least during this pandemic, during this crisis. I've been able to gain a deeper appreciation for God, His creation and His Word. I hope that is also your experience. If not, I hope that becomes your experience in the days to come, where you experience God like you have never before, and that you read and understand Scripture like you have never before. One of our favorite Psalms is Psalm 46. And there are two verses that I hold favorite in that Psalm. And one of them is verse one, which says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. It is interesting to note here that the Psalmist begins this song, begins this Psalm with a declaration, a statement of conviction, a statement of belief that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. There are three words that I want to bring out of this first statement, and that is the word our, or you are, the word refuge, and the word strength. I want to ask you who is included in the word our, in this word that refers to a collective group of people, to a group of people. Are you included in it? Am I included in it? Who is included in the hour? The second word is refuge. How would you define refuge? Suppose a tornado was about to hit your town, or a hurricane was about to hit your town, or an earthquake was about to happen. There are certain guidelines that we are made aware of that we need to pay attention to when such things happen. And certain guidelines refer to refuge, are in regards to refuge, a place of safety, a place of security, a place of shelter. A refuge is a place of shelter, is a place of security, is a place that we long for, something that we seek after when such things, such forces of nature happen all around us. We all have troubles that we face in our lives. You and I, we both have troubles. No one is exempt from that. The question is, who or what do we run to when we are met with such troubling times? Martin Luther said it this way about an idol, about a God. An idol is what we place our trust in. It is our refuge, what we turn to for help and hope. Different times of our lives reveal our refuges. Different times of our lives reveal our false refuges. He goes on to further say, an idol, a God, is something from which we are to expect all good and to which we are to take refuge in all distress. So the question is, to whom, to what do we run to, do we turn to when life gets hard? If we were asked the question, who is our refuge in troubling times, 
Of course, our answer would be, my answer would be, sure, it is God. God is my refuge. But the true test of our statement, of our belief, of what we profess is when we are tried. Can we still say this when we are faced with a troubling situation, that God is our refuge? Not only does the psalmist say that God is our refuge, he also says that God is our refuge and strength. Yes, it is important to have refuge in troubling times, in times where life gets tough. You need refuge. You need protection. You need security and shelter. But that's just not enough. The psalmist knows that you also need strength to carry on, to press forward, to move forward. Even when you have security and shelter and safety, you need strength. And so the psalmist says, God is not only our refuge, he is also our strength while we are under protection, while we are in the place of refuge. Who doesn't need help in times of trouble? We all do, right? Based on the statement that he is a very present help in times of trouble, let me ask you the question, how present is that? How present is that really then? The second question is, which troubles is he present for? Which trouble or troubles is he present for? Based on that statement, he is a very present help in trouble. I'll let you answer that for yourself. Verse 2 says, therefore, we will not fear. Anytime you see the word therefore, you have to ask the question, why is it therefore? It points to what was already said. And this is what it says. Because God is our refuge and strength, therefore, we will not fear. Because God is our refuge and strength, we will not fear. What is fear? Fear is a common reaction to the kind of trouble that can potentially take something away from us. It is the kind of reaction to that which will take us out of our normal state and put us in a state of, put us in an abnormal state. That's what fear is. We all face fear and some of us are facing fear right now during this particular time that the world is going through. The psalmist presents an extremely, couple of, a few extreme situations. He says, though the earth gives way, though the mountains move to the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the nations rage and the kingdoms totter. He's saying, though the mountains give way. What does that mean? You see, the mountains are considered to be the pillars between the earth and the sky. And so if the mountains were to give away, if the pillars that connected the earth and the sky were to give away, even then, I will not fear is what the psalmist is saying. It's much like the pillars of a structure. If the pillars weren't there, the structure is not there. And the psalmist is saying, even in that extreme situation, God is our refuge and strength, therefore we will not fear. And then he goes on to a different picture where he says, there is a river, however, whose streams make glad the city of God. And God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her. 
What is this referring to? Who is this river? What is this river? I believe this refers to a group of people, to a city where there is a group of people that have put their trust and dependence on God, upon which then the graces of God are manifested and given or, or given or granted. I asked you earlier, I asked us earlier the question, who is the hour or you are, who's included in it? It is this group of people, I think, the answer lies here, I believe, where it is this group of people that bring joy to the heart of God. In what way? By putting their trust and dependence on God and again upon whom the graces of God are given and granted. I remember growing up, there was a small stream below our home in Kerala, India, where I would love to go to every single day, day and e in, the day, in the daytime and in the evening, there was the sound of water trickling down the stream, very calm atmosphere, felt peaceful. There was a certain joy that, that it brought to my heart. It felt as though everything else would be okay, at least for a moment, as long as I was around the stream. There is a group of people. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. And I believe it is those people that offer praises, offer prayers, and live a life that is ultimately completely dependent on God and completely puts their trust in God is the river that the psalmist alludes to here whose streams make glad the city of God. Are you in that group? Am I part of that hour? So the psalmist here presents extremes. He presents the contrast. In the midst of all the uproar, there is a certain calm, there is a certain stillness, a certain group of people, a city where God is present, where whom God will help, who will not be shaken. Why is that? Because they understand who is God and they have put their trust and dependence on God. When everything around us feels as though it is shaking, that it is moving and completely in chaos, there is something, there is someone who will not be moved, the psalmist says, and that is this river, that is this group, that is this city, group of people that put their dependence on God. The psalmist says in the first verse that he is a very present help in trouble. He, I believe he reiterates that particular statement at least four times in that psalm. Verse one, of course, and then he says it in reference to this particular river whose streams make glad the city of God, where he says, God is in the midst of her. In other words, saying God is a very present help. And then he says two other statements that convey the same meaning, which is the Lord of hosts is with us in verse 7 and 11. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Again, saying, reiterating the message that God is a very present help in trouble. The psalm also has the word sailor three times. What does the word sailor mean? I believe it means to rest, to pause, to reflect back on what was just sung, what was just said, 
what was just communicated. Not to rush and go on further. No, wait for a moment, reflect back, understand what it's saying, and then proceed further. It's much like the notes on a sheet of music, right? You know there are different notes on this music sheet, and one of the symbols is for rest. And the musician has to play that symbol, pay attention to that symbol as part of the music, because if he or she does not, then the music is not music as it was meant to be. Until the person skips the rest, we will not understand this, we will not understand the significance of the rest. Similarly here, the psalmist is saying, pause for a moment, think back, reflect. I like to say it a little, uh, a little differently. I think we also need to take a pause in life. Reflect back before you play the next part of the music, before you go further into the music of life. Think, pause, reflect, then proceed. Psalmist, following that, he calls us, calls his readers, come behold the works of the Lord. When we hear the works, the word, the phrase, the works of the Lord, we immediately want to think that those are potentially good things, the great things that God has done. But the psalmist draws our attention to a different aspect of the works of the Lord. And he says it in the next statement, see how he has brought desolations on the earth, how God has brought desolations on the earth. What is desolation? It is from the word desolate. It means emptiness, loneliness. It means devastation destroyed. God even brings desolations on the earth is what the psalmist is saying. He's saying, behold, see the works of the Lord, works which mean the desolations on the earth. He makes, he breaks, he burns, the psalmist says. And then it comes to my second favorite verse in this psalm, and that is, that is it in verse 10. And here the psalmist interjects or inserts the words of God himself here in verse 10. God himself speaks and he says, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. God himself speaks here in this particular verse. What does it mean to be still? It means to stop striving. It means cease fire. It means drop your guns. It means surrender. It means be still. It is not just enough to be still though, you see. Because if you, if you and I are just still and we just leave, then it defeats the purpose. But it tells you what else you need to do in the stillness, in the quietness of time, in the calmness. Be still and know that I am God. Something has to happen in this stillness, in this particular quiet time. And that is the greatest fruit of being quiet, of being still, and that is knowing who God is. Recognize and acknowledging God for who he is. Be still and know that I'm God, God says. And how do we know that he is God? 
How do we know that he is God? And how does God want us to know that he is God? By him being exalted in the nations and in the earth. And that's what we see today. With the desolations that we see around the world. Through this crisis. I believe God's hand is upon it. I believe God is actually intervening through this desolation to lead us to a point where we will be still and know that he is God. To know that he is God through how? In what way? By him being exalted among the nations and in the earth. We may not completely understand what's going on, but I think this particular psalm gives us a glimpse of what may be happening. And I believe what the psalmist says here is true today. Yes, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Are we part of this group of people that put their trust and dependence on God? upon whom the graces of God will be manifested and given and granted? Are we willing to surrender ourselves, to pause, to sailor, to rest and say that I want to know God for who He is? If we can look at it that way, this becomes an opportunity. This particular time becomes such a moment of blessing for us individually and as a group of people, as a family and as the church body that we begin to take this time to recognize God for who He is, to know that He is God. Yes, He is our refuge and strength. I hope we can make that declaration, we can make that statement of conviction and believe too. I hope these words have helped you. God bless. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Let the word of God be a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. Have a blessed day. May God bless you.